Hello, hello, and welcome to Stories on the Couch. Yes, we have turned a page in our calendars, and we are now in the new year. I hope that you all have begun an incredible journey into 2022. May it be all that you have hoped and desired for, and even more. I also want to say that I'm humbled for all the amazing feedback that you as my fans have been providing me. When I began this journey a year and some days ago, I had a lot of hopes for this podcast. But never did I think that it would touch so many, and for that, I'm so grateful. I will make a promise that I will work harder and make more of these episodes so you as my listeners can be proud of the work done. Now, onwards to our today's story. How often do you feel that you can't move on? No matter how hard you try, you're living in the past. But you're carrying a heavy burden that gets you stuck. Let go, your friends tell you. It sounds so simple, but feels really hard. You can't stop holding to a grudge or a betrayal. Every time you want to move on, the past captures your undivided attention. Rumination is a curious habit. It's like binge-watching a bad movie on Netflix. That's what happens when we cannot let go of the past. We make sad stories play non-stop in our mind. The more we watch our lives movie, the more it hurts. What if I tell you that it's possible to stop the rumination process? But first, let's understand why we get stuck. And to understand that, let me tell you a good story. Hila was 43 when she started seeing me. She was a professional woman who was married with two kids. She came to me after a very tumultuous few months of fighting with her husband and sat in front of me and asked for help to decide what to do next. From where I said, I often try to refrain from telling my clients what they need to do. Rather, I try to be a guide in a way that they can, you know, I can help them find an answer that makes the most sense and they are mostly comfortable with. So I started asking her about her marital issues. And next thing I know, four or five sessions had gone by and Tina was still talking about all the issues that she was having with her in-laws. They disrespected her, they belittled her, they sabotaged her marriage. At the time where her mother-in-law stepped in and accused her of cheating on her husband because she was trying to keep her hours at work stable and get a promotion so the raise could help her and her husband do better financially. But her mother-in-law was convinced she was having an affair with her boss, hence the long hours at work. You get the story, right? Everything she said was dramatic and destructive. The years had gone by since the last incident with her in-laws, and she was still harboring the pain that was caused and was making her marriage a living hell for herself and her husband. Don't get me wrong, he was at fault too, but she was not talking about him. She kept talking about her in-laws. So session five, 
She finally stopped and looked at me to see if I had anything to say. I smiled and said, where do I begin? She looked overjoyed as she was expecting to finally have someone who was going to validate her and bash her in-laws for all that they had done. And boy, had they done horrible things. So I started from exactly the opposite side. Stop losing yourself to your past, Tina. She looked shocked. I continued, if you can't change the past, why do you continue to live it? The brain handles negative and positive information differently. Negative experiences require more thinking and are processed more thoroughly. This causes our brain to become better at remembering adverse events. Reliving sad memories makes us feel like a hamster in the well. No matter how hard you try, you won't be able to move forward. You can change how your brain works, but you can train yourself to get off the hamster wheel. That requires cutting the emotional attachment you have with your past, especially the negative experiences you've had with your in-laws. That's your first step. She was silent, so I continued. We usually have a hard time accepting that someone has hurt us. There's a fine balance between honoring the past and losing yourself in it. It seems that you harbor a lot of anger and hurt toward your in-laws. And what you could have done then, you can acknowledge and learn from the mistakes you made and then move on. It's called forgiving yourself. To move on, you have to reframe your relationship with the past. So if you're up for it, let me tell you how we can do this in the next few steps. Tina remained quiet. So I continued. Stop trying to be the hero of your story. We've all been hurt. It's sad and embarrassing. No one wants to look weak. That's why we construct our idealized version of the past and blame others instead of taking ownership for what happened. Everything in life has a beginning and an ending. You don't need to continue rehashing your past to keep it alive. Make peace with the end, especially if, especially if it means it was ugly. And move on. So if your in-laws have hurt you and you have not done anything, you now can make a decision to not continue being engaged in that story. Don't let others define who you are. Blaming others when things go wrong makes us lose control. We are letting them refine the terms of how we live. You can't control what other people do, but you can control how you react towards them. Focusing on what people did to you is a distraction. Regain control of what you can manage and choose to live life on your own terms, not someone else's. Stop bringing in your in-laws every time you have an issue with your husband. Stop antagonizing your husband or his family and your in-laws. Live your life. Learn to forgive yourself. When something goes wrong, we tend to blame ourselves too. We have a hard time accepting that we made some mistakes and that perfectionist mindset takes over. Did you make a mistake? Fine, we all do. Learn to forgive yourself. Errors can be corrected. Mistakes are not final destination, but a stop that prepares us for a journey. 
We must learn from them and continue moving forward. So re-address your relationship with your husband. Forgive what you have done and move forward. Be in the here and now. Don't let your problems define you, especially the problems that you've had with your in-laws. Don't let those problems define your relationship with your husband. Your story can be shaped by you and your relationship the way that you want it to shape. So be at peace with who you are and let aside what problems have been with your in-laws. Build a Teflon mind. All our struggles stem from attachment. You have attached your self-identity to your in-laws. Often, we're so in love with the people who are around us that we cannot separate us from them. This can be in romantic relationship. This can be in parental relationships. It can be even in a relationship with your in-laws. You're so passionate about what goes on in that relationship that we forget who we are in it. There's nothing wrong with loving someone. The problem is when we are so attached to them that the fear of losing them doesn't allow us to enjoy them today. You feared that your in-law's behavior might make your husband leave you. And that's why you continue being engaged in this story. Letting go of the past is not forgetting what happened, but to let go of our expectations. We don't suffer because a relationship ended. We suffer because we wanted it to last forever. You suffer because you wanted your husband's family to treat you differently. That is an expectation. And instead of letting broken expectations get stuck in your mind, honor the positive experiences, both past and present. Let me tell you, Tina was not easily convinced. It took us a while to work through each of these stages and then we focused on her relationship. I'm happy to report that Tina and her husband are doing well. They apparently see his family over the holidays and special occasions, which helps. And she has been able to practice her Teflon quality. Now, the lesson. Most people can't let go of the past because they don't appreciate their present. Reframing our relationship with our past requires us to stop thinking of how things should be and accepting them for what they are. Letting go of the past doesn't mean that things weren't good while they lasted. It's about remembering the good moments instead of allowing an unhappy ending cloud the whole experience. Want to let go of the past? I suggest you start by appreciating what you have here and now. Your present. Friends, so long till the next one. Mm-hmm.